0: What's up, pouty people, and welcome back to a new episode of Pout Palace. I am your host, L. Aracela. I'm very happy to be here, and I'm very happy to share with you guys all of my grievances that I've had over the past week and all the things that I love to complain about. And if you like to do that, you are in the right place. (laughs) So I hope everybody's been doing really well. I've had a really good week, and um, I've been looking forward to Halloween because as you all know, I am a fall person and it is fall. So the air has started to turn cool and I smelled dead leaves on the ground and I just got very excited because I don't know, I'm just, I'm just really ready for fall and I'm really ready for Halloween and I cannot believe that it's already October. I mean, I feel like I blinked and I missed September. I don't know, but I'm very excited. What's everybody thinking of doing for Halloween this year? I actually have a few good ideas for a costume, um, but I don't know. We'll see if it comes to fruition. I am the queen of last-minute Halloween costumes, but I also have a large chest of weird, random... Costumes and bits and pieces of costumes and costume makeup and costume jewelry from the Renaissance Fair and various Halloweens throughout the years. So I feel like I'm prepared, and people actually ask me, like my friends, when they have a Halloween party to go to or something, or even the Renaissance Fair, they'll be like, Hey, can I please borrow something? Because they know that I've got it. So I have a few ideas already this year. My husband and I are going to be going to a Halloween party in a couple of weeks, and we are going as Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon. I don't know where I came up with that idea, but I have a running list in my phone throughout the year of all the costumes that I see like online or that I just think of so that when it comes time for Halloween, I have actual ideas and I don't have to scramble because I also don't like to do like super... I don't know what the not relevant, but I don't like to do super in the trendy trendy is the word. I don't like to do trendy costumes. Neither does my husband. Definitely. I actually wanted to go for the first time ever. I wanted to do a trendy costume and I wanted to do the girl from the planet of the base music video that everybody was obsessed with on TikTok. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but it was super viral a couple of months ago where some guy did a parody video of like electronic pop music in Europe in like the 80s or the 90s and it was amazing and my husband and I could not get the song out of our heads for like a month so I would I kind of wanted to do that but I just really I'm super blonde so I love doing any iconic blonde people so that I don't have to wear a wig because wigs are kind of not my thing I don't know they're just uncomfortable but I do have long blonde extensions that I love to play with so we'll see this year I'll probably do I'm definitely going to do Sharon and Ozzy well most likely and then I don't know I'll probably do some fun little makeups here and there I love to do my makeup I'm not like amazing at it but I really have fun with it and I love watching tutorials and stuff but anyway so I think it'd be really fun. The topic of this conver- of of today's episode is going to be Am I the Asshole Dating Edition. You guys have been so supportive and absolutely amazing and the wedding horror stories or the wedding nightmares episode was one of my best episodes so far uh, in terms of how many people listened. And you guys really seem to love that. So I think I'm gonna keep on the same track as that, sort of, talking about relationships and, I don't know, even more wedding stuff. But you guys really seem to like that. And I am really happy about that because that's one of my favorite things to talk about. And I got a lot of really good feedback about it. But I thought it'd be fun to go through some... Reddit post today of people asking the question, like, Am I the asshole? And that's been like a huge segment that people have been posting. Uh, I'm making TikToks and um, podcast episodes about. So I've been really wanting to do that because it gives me a chance to judge people, especially because they want me to judge them. So I get to do that and feel good about it this time. But just to delve into some things recent life, I don't know, social media check-in, everything like that, I have been seeing girl math and girl money, like, everywhere, and if you don't know what that is or what that means, it's basically, like, this made-up math concept that girls use to justify, spending a lot of money or something like that it's just i don't know it's the way that girls think i mean and they also came out with like boy math and and bride math or pregnant math but for girl math i i was in my car earlier and i went to go and get food and it was like 11 dollars or something but i had 15 dollars of apple cash so i paid with my apple cash and that means that it was essentially free Right? Girl math? Girl money? I think that makes sense. But let me know if I'm wrong. But I was thinking about it earlier when I was getting the food. And I said, oh, okay, I get it now. And just a couple other things that I've really been like. So I know I said I was super excited for Halloween. I'm not a horror movie person, though. I don't like to watch scary movies. And every Halloween, I always have, well, every October, I say Halloween because it is the whole season, it's the whole month. But my husband and I always have arguments because he loves scary movies and I don't. I hate them. One of my favorite things to do is watch The Dumb. Halloween movies that everybody loves growing up, meaning Casper the Friendly Ghost, Halloween Town, you know, those ones. And they're not necessarily works of art, but they are very nostalgic. And I'm sure everyone can agree with me, except my husband. He does not like those types of movies. So I always have to beg him to watch them with me. But he's always like, oh, please watch this. Watch this. Literally, he tried to get me to watch Hereditary, like five years ago when we started dating and I had an actual panic attack like maybe 10 minutes in like that's not that's not okay but the thing is I liked an emphasis on liked to listen to true crime podcasts like all the time I would listen to the I really liked listening to serial killers and I didn't like conspiracy theory so much, but I loved listening to that stuff. But it kind of got to the point where I was I realized that I was getting so desensitized to like horrific things because I was constantly listening to, you know, her head was cut off. Her leg was cut off. Her nose was cut off. Her arm was missing. You know what I mean? Like I, I could not I, I got desensitized to it. And so I realized I need to stop um, and I need to take a little break from listening to true crime. I was listening to uh, what was it called? It was a serial killers podcast It was literally just called like serial killers. And the other one was crime junkie. I was super into crime junkie for a while, but I stopped and maybe I could start listening to that stuff again because it's spooky season. But who knows? I don't know. But that's one thing I realized about myself this season is I just can't, can't do true crime anymore. Um, Another thing is there has been a recent uptick on TikTok of people calling out mom influencers. I know this is such a random topic of conversation, but I've just been really wanting to talk about it and give my two cents because I literally have never thought about it before. I actually follow some mom bloggers because of their lifestyle content and their beauty content and things like that other than being moms. But I've been realizing a lot lately that there are so many people out there who will have kids and then exploit them and use them for content to make money. And I'm getting a little sick of it. And I think the whole thing that brought this to everybody's eyes was that there were a couple of videos posted on TikTok the past couple of weeks that people were like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? One of them is a TikToker who has 1.3 million followers. I don't remember their name. I don't follow them, but it was a guy and his wife in Target and the dad was holding the baby basically by the neck Above the hard target floors, coming home from the NICU, and holding it with one arm, like it like he had just caught a football, holding this 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 p- n- newborn infant from the neck above the hard floor on target, and it it made everyone mad. Everybody's like, a Why the hell would you post something like that? And b Why are you bringing your Well, B and C, why are you bringing your baby who's fresh out of the NICU to a public setting of any kind? And C, why are you holding a baby like that? Absolutely outrageous, ridiculous. It made everybody pissed off. And then people started talking about the whole momfluencer thing and how they're literally, they knew what they were doing. They knew that it was wrong. That's why she filmed them. She filmed her husband doing this. She even says like, oh... Show everybody what you were just doing a minute ago. And then he does it. And it's just, it was, it was sickening to watch. It really was. So that happened. And then there was another one where this girl, this woman, this mom, she gave birth and her video was, come with me to like reset my house five hours after giving birth, I'm sorry, what? I could not understand. I literally saw the video and I was like, oh, this has to be a joke. But I don't really know anything about babies or childbirth or anything like that. But I'm pretty sure five hours after you give birth, you're supposed to be like knocked out cold sleeping because you just shoved a watermelon out of you right? Isn't that like the normal thing? But this woman is walking around. She's got her ring lights set up everywhere in her bathroom, different angles, perfectly angled, her hair is done, her makeup's done. And she's got all of her products that uh, she's, what's the word for it? She's got all the products that she is an a ambassador for, I guess. Um, she has them placed everywhere strategically. Like this woman literally, gave birth and then said, okay, baby, it's time to do your job. Like bring home the bacon, make mommy some money. She literally put this child on the internet five hours after it was born. That is just ridiculous behavior. I don't really know. I was just talking to my husband and my boss actually, randomly about the idea of putting your kids on the internet in general, because there's so many creeps out there. And I don't, I don't know how I would feel about that. Like when I become a mom, I guess it's just one of those things where you have to trust your intuition. But I feel like it's really dangerous. And especially they don't have any consent. Your kids have no, like I used to hear this, exactly what I just said and kind of roll my eyes a little bit like, oh, what's the big deal? But then if you think about the kids who are going to grow up, having a ring light and a camera shoved in their face 24 seven by their parents being basically treated like cash cows and puppets by their parents. If you think about it, they're going to grow up and they're going to be I don't know, they're going to be like, living their lives out in public going grocery shopping or something, let's say, and a random person is going to run up to them and be like, Oh, my gosh, are you so and so? I remember watching you grow up. I remember seeing you take your first steps. I was—I felt like I was there watching you take your first bath. Like those are incredibly intimate moments and they're just being broadcasted online for the parents to make money off of. That's going to be super traumatizing for these kids when they grow up because they had no say in it at all. And I just find it really creepy. And I don't think I'm going to do that with my kids. I... I mean, I get wanting to share your joy with everyone and look at this wonderful human being that I created and I made, but I feel like there's a little bit of a line and I will, I will stand by this. So that is my complaining that I want to get out of the way for some things for pop culture, basically. Um, Yeah, I'm just really, I was really wanting to talk about that momfluencer thing because it was, it's really been a topic of conversation for me in the last week or so that I've just, I don't know, I've really been giving it a lot of thought. But today's topic of conversation, like I said, is Am I the Asshole Dating Edition? So I went on Reddit and I picked a bunch of various stories all centered around dating and some of these stories actually do have a um, a verdict, like the readers have given the verdict. So we'll have to see if that, if I agree with them. So we'll start. There's a few of them. They are a little bit long, but I tried to get the ones that were as succinct as possible. All right, here we go. Here is the first one. And I guess I'll just wait until the end to say what the people what the Reddit people have labeled it, like asshole or not asshole. But I'll give my opinion first because that's really what we're here for. So my mom passed away last year. So now it's just me, 15, my sister, 19, brother, 14, and dad, 43. My parents got together when they were in school and have stayed together all their life. They were amazing parents and basically had the perfect love life before mom got sick. I always wanted to find a love like them, just the one person I would be with all my life. I was always really close with her and I miss her so much. Dad said the same and promised her that he'd never love anyone else like he loved her. That's important to the story. However, dad came to us last week and talked to us saying he wanted to get with our aunt. Uh, She's been helping us since mom died. We have spent a lot of time with her and our cousins. Apparently dad and her fell in love now and want to be together. Obviously, I was furious and I told him that he couldn't and that he was betraying mom. My brother agreed with me, but our sister thinks it's okay somehow and tried to get us to listen to dad's betrayal. Dad promised mom he wouldn't get with someone else. If it was someone new he found, then maybe I could forgive him. But it was my mom's sister. Mom would never accept it. I would never date my sister's partner. It's disgusting. He's just betraying her in a horrible way. And like, what about our cousins? Are they going to be our siblings now? It's all so weird and wrong. Dad tried to talk to me about it, but he won't really listen and thinks it's fine. If he really loved mom, he would never do this. I told him he's not my dad anymore if he cares more about sex than mom and just and have just refused to talk to him anymore. I want nothing to do with him and I don't care if it's hurt him. He deserves it. I think it's disgusting what he's doing. I don't understand how he can just not care about mom anymore. She would hate this if she knew about it. But my sister keeps trying to tell me I'm being unfair and selfish and to give dad and aunt a chance on this. But he made mom a promise and there's no way and there's no way breaking it with her sister is right. I guess I'm not sure what that means. But edit. There is an edit. Dad is allowed to date again, but I probably, while I probably wouldn't be super happy, I would let him date someone new, but dating mom's sister is wrong. Okay, so wow. My thoughts about this is the person who's writing this, first of all, OP, is 15. This is a teenager who probably hasn't experienced her first love yet. Or maybe she's in a relationship now, but it's a kid relationship. It's a teenage relationship. It's teen love, you know, and when you're a teenager, things are really heightened emotionally and you probably don't see things from all sides. So I can understand why she would have a really bad reaction to this. Because if I'm honest with myself, like if this happened to me and my dad, like I don't have an aunt, but let's say my dad started dating my mom's sister I'd find it pretty weird. I got to be honest. Like, I don't think that I'd be okay with that either. I don't know if it's appropriate to be like, you're not my dad anymore. I feel like that's definitely the teenager side coming out. But I can understand why she feels this way. What's interesting is that the comments that I'm reading are mostly saying that they understand Um So one of the options is, so obviously it's not the asshole or you are the asshole or no assholes here. And someone said, you know, it should be not the asshole instead of, or no assholes here instead of not the asshole. I, listen, I don't know. I think the shared grief can be very, it can bring people together, but I do feel like it is a little weird that he's going after his, his wife's sister in death. I mean, maybe she reminds him of his dead wife. That makes a lot of sense, but also creepy. But hey, you know, who am I to judge? <laughs> That's ironic. But I don't think anyone's an asshole here, but I do think it's kind of weird, and he should probably rethink this. The overall verdict on Reddit is not the asshole. I still think it's a little bit bizarre. And personally, I would find it very strange myself and I would be uncomfortable as hell. I don't know, what do you guys think? Let me know, like send me a message or a DM and let me know what you think about these and if you have a different opinion and I'd love to know and um, share it. I'll share it on my story. Okay, so next one. Am I the asshole for not wanting to date a disabled girl? Now, before we get into this, before we get into this, I do want to say, I want to remind everybody I am disabled. What I mean by that is that I have a hearing disability. I wear hearing aids. I really only have about 40% capacity to hear without my hearing aids. So it is hard. It is hard for me. I have had to adapt to living this way. It's not a huge change. It's not something I was even born with. So I was able to hear perfectly my whole life until I was about I don't know 13 14 and then it kind of started getting bad from there but I did just want to remind everybody of that because that might give a different perspective like I, I guess I have a different perspective just having a disability myself but at the same time the person in this story was born with this so it is different and it's a lot more severe than my disability not comparing but You'll see. All right. So this one is titled, Am I the Asshole for Not Wanting to Date a Disabled Girl? I, male 25, was on Hinge. And yesterday, I matched with a girl, female 23. By the way, side note, I hate online dating. Obviously, I'm married. But when I did online dating, it was the worst. We're going to get into a whole episode about that, by the way. I I hated it. And I, I don't support it. (laughs) But a lot of people have found their loves that way. Just not my thing. Okay. She was very nice. And we seemed to have a lot in common. We even had the same intention of wanting an actual relationship. We talked almost all day yesterday, except for a gap in the afternoon. And everything seemed to be going good. However, this morning, she dropped the bomb on me that she had cerebral palsy. This was not featured anywhere on her profile. So at any point, at any point, so I was completely in the dark on this, I really didn't want this to be the reason not to pursue a relationship with this girl. However, I didn't really see how the relationship would work, as I didn't really see myself making adjustments in my lifestyle just to date someone with a disability such as hers. I wanted to be straight up and honest with her instead of just unmatching with her or ghosting her, which I felt was the absolute rudest way to go about this and that it was wrong. As a result, I told her that I didn't see a relationship really happening between us and that we could be friends instead. Unlikely, I know. She did not take it well. She said this was a fault in my character and that I was intentionally trying to hurt her, which I would never do. Because of this, I feel like a piece of absolute garbage as a human being. Am I justified in feeling this way? Am I the asshole for not wanting to date someone because of a disability they have? Ooh, that's honestly a really hard situation. Um, Also, I feel like you, first of all, definitely made the right call in the way you handled the situation by being open and upfront kind of right from the beginning. Like, I'm sorry, this just kind of isn't the lifestyle that I'm looking to have. And it is in no means, like by no means supposed to be offensive or I don't know. But for anybody that doesn't know, cerebral palsy is a congenital disorder of movement, muscle tone or posture. It's due to an abnormal brain development often before birth. And the symptoms are exaggerated reflexes, floppy or rigid limbs, and involuntary motions. They appear by early childhood. So, you know, it's um, a visible disability and it can affect people in a variety of way but I feel like it is definitely something that needs to be accommodated for in certain ways and I understand that someone wouldn't want to get involved with someone who needs certain things to be altered in their life like it is harder it is harder and I don't think he did anything wrong by saying, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. It's not his fault. And also he said he was on Hinge yesterday and he matched with this girl and they only talked for a day. So it's not even like he was, oh, we've been talking for like a month and then she dropped the bomb on me that she has cerebral palsy, like trying to trick me. It is a little, I mean... I don't know if I would have left it off of my profile on Hinge um, because that's kind of something that you can't really. I know you. Okay, so you don't want to say my. You don't want to. You don't want your disability to to define your life, right? I don't let my disability define my life. The fact that I'm, you know, hearing impaired does not it does not rule my life. I don't go around saying, Hey, my name's Eleanor Elena And oh, yes, I'm hearing impaired. I just that's not me. I don't make it my personality. But at the same time, it's not a a visible disability. It's my hearing aids. Yeah, but they're hidden. You know, they're very like small, you wouldn't know, unless I talked about it, really, because with my hearing aids, I'm able to speak, I'm able to hear well enough that I can read lips and carry on a conversation. But with cerebral palsy, it's very visible. It affects how you, I guess, walk and talk. Like, I know people with cerebral palsy. It's not something you can just overlook. So not that it defines who you are, but it is a part of who you are that can't just be overlooked. So I don't know if I would have left it out of my Hinge profile, or at least I would have... I really don't know. But I don't think that O.P. did anything wrong by saying... I know we've been talking for a day, but I don't think that I could see myself having a relationship with you. I understand why this girl probably felt really hurt because maybe, you know, she was embarrassed. Maybe it hurt her feelings really badly to be rejected because of something that's beyond her control, something that she's had to live with her whole life. And I'm sure that she's had thoughts about finding a partner that will accept her for who she is. And rejection just sucks. Like in general, even if you don't have a disability, like no matter who you are, rejection sucks. It's soul crushing in any shape or form. I was actually just thinking of a relationship that I had in college. That was my first major breakup. And I remember the feeling because it was so horrible, like that deep sickness in your heart, like of just pure sadness, rejection and letdown and that feeling of why am i not enough for you or why why am i I'm not worthy of something like this. So yeah, i i get it. I I don't think he did anything wrong like i said, but i can understand why she would take it that way and be upset. It's also nobody's responsibility to give people with disabilities a chance to date if you don't want to as well I I actually had a conversation with my husband when we started dating and I said look I I know I have a hearing disability it's only going to get worse my audiologist told me one day I'm going to be completely deaf because the way my hearing works is that it's just going to decline over the years so one day I don't know when I'm not going to be able to hear anything anymore. And that's a really tough responsibility to assume as a partner who will be taking care of me when I'm old. So I told him from, this, from the get-go, like, I, I have hearing problems. I'm going to lose my hearing one day and then that's going to be it. I understand that that's not something that you want to deal with because it's not his responsibility to put up with that or to take care of me. Unless he chooses to. So anyway, there is no consensus on this one. But based on the comments, most people are saying like. Not the asshole, but there's n- but there's not really any assholes here, but. Basically, that OP was in the right for how they handled it, and it's not their fault. Whew, that was a heavy one. All right. Let's get into another one. All right. It says I 31 female pregnant. oh I'm sorry it's I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> I forgot to read the title it says am I the asshole for wanting to limit my brother-in-law's access to my unborn daughter because of his dating choices and as soon as I read that I said color me intrigued because that sounds a little bit sus all right I 31 female am pregnant with a girl that's great I want a girl too one day my first baby will be a girl i just know it all right back to the story my husband 33 has a younger brother who's 31 he's very close to him however i recently told my husband that i don't feel comfortable with the idea of his brother spending much time with my daughter once he's once she's born it's not because of my brother-in-law himself we're not close but he's fine the issue is his life choices He's not married, has no intention of getting married or having kids, and dates women only for sexual purpose. He dates multiple women, and the only thing he has in common with them is that, like him, they are extremely good looking. He's highly intelligent, yet he has no interest in a meaningful relationship. I spoke to him about his choices a few years ago, and after accusing me of being moralistic, he claims that he always uses protection and never leads women on which i call bs on as i can't imagine any woman with an increasing ticking biological clock would willingly be in a relationship which she knows she doesn't have a future not to mention what woman would want to be with someone who may not even remember your name in a year's time i mentioned this to my husband however he called me an asshole and said that it was ridiculous to limit our daughter's access to her uncle just because i don't agree with his legal dating choices am i the asshole My opinion is, yes, you are the asshole. You are a big asshole. And I don't like you. Um, (laughs) Okay, so the comments basically are this one is the top comment. Yes, the asshole. It's 2023. It's okay for women to like sex out of the quest to land a husband. As long as he's being honest and safe. What's the problem? And another comment says, yes, and not all women, even want children. I do not hear my biological clock. It must be digital because it doesn't tick. Ugh, this person is so annoying. I don't think, I think this might be a religious thing. Um, I think this might be a religious reason as to why this woman has her set of morals that she does I think the reason why she doesn't like this or maybe she was she's a jilted woman maybe her relationships before she found her husband were horrific and she was treated like a doormat and couldn't land a guy for the life of her and they would just use her like a revolving door in and out in and out I don't know but I think that it's incredibly unfair to restrict your child from being a part of her uncle's life? Like, it's literally your brother-in-law. I don't understand that at all. They didn't. He didn't do anything wrong. First of all, your opinions about biological clock are so outdated, it's ridiculous. Again, like that person commented, it is not... Like... 1904 where women are just supposed to faint into men's arms and say oh please give me children or I shall perish like what the hell I don't women don't need to have kids if they don't want to have kids women are also allowed to be as sexually active as they want with as many partners as they want it's your problem for thinking that that's not okay And also, as long as he's not parading these women around your kid, like when they're old enough to understand what's going on, what's what's the big deal? Like he's 31 years old. Lots of single 31 year old men are not even ready to start a real relationship. Okay, it's just leave him alone. Respect his choices. If you're really that uncomfortable, just create a boundary with him and say, look, I don't feel comfortable with you discussing your sex life with my child but like why would he do that I don't know yes you are the asshole and Reddit agrees with me you get the gist it's weird it's weird that you feel like this all right next one that was a long one I'm sorry I got so off topic there. that was that was weird okay am I the asshole for asking the check to be split after my date was rude Okay. I had a date with a girl. We had been messaging back and forth for a couple of weeks and I said we should meet and get to know each other. She agreed and we set a time and place. We met outside and made our way in together having small talk. We got to our table and the conversation flowed. It looked like it was going pretty good. The, the topic got onto previous dates we had, mainly just the bad ones. She said she had had quite bad luck with dates and guys' only being after one thing she then made the comment I hope just because you're buying dinner you don't expect me to sleep with you I was a little taken aback by what she said and I said no of course not she just rolled her eyes we got back to normal conversation for a bit but I have to admit that after those comments I was put off her The date carried on, but the vibe was dead, and I wasn't interested in seeing her again or carrying on any kind of relationship. When the check came, I put down my card, and the server brang, really, dude, brang over the machine. I gave him my card and said to split the check. She looked surprised at me and started to reach for her bag. She asked the server if he could give us a minute. Then, looking through her bag, she angrily said, I thought you were paying. I kind of said sarcastically, replied, Just because I asked you out shouldn't expect that I should buy you dinner if looks could kill I'd be dead she mumbled that I was an asshole and pulled her car out we left quickly after that and went our separate ways I told a friend this and she said I was an asshole for doing that as I asked her out I said I just followed her rules by not to expect anything am I the asshole here okay so I'll read what reddit says um because I don't know if I agree with it but Reddit has come to the consensus that this is not an asshole I don't really think I agree and I'll tell you why you agreed to take this person on a date the proper etiquette even if you know she was boring and said nothing the entire time you asked her to go on the date you pay I understand where your little petty argument comes from like oh well you shouldn't assume that I'd pay just because I asked you. But like, come on, dude, do you not realize that women literally are looked at for this one thing? Like, how many people do you know, how many guys do you know, that would have said to you like, oh, she didn't put she didn't put out on the first date? Like, what? You paid for that? And you didn't even get any, anything? I, I don't know. You know, that guys say that you know, that guys feel that way. And so we're always constantly on high alert, like trying to gauge your expectations of the date when we're on them I mean correct me if I'm wrong but I'm not saying that every single guy is like that and you probably obviously weren't but you said that you were having a conversation about bad dates and the and about how guys were literally only after one thing so of course she would made it make a joke like, oh, <laughs> well, I hope that you're not uh, expecting anything. Like, that's what I would say, too. I don't know. Maybe you just ha- you don't have a sense of humor or something. But you asked her on the date. I'm sorry you didn't like her comment. That honestly wasn't that big of a deal. And I think you should have paid. OK, guys, this is my last one. Um, it's not as long, but it's more of a. A question, I guess. I mean, they're all questions, but this one is, would I be the asshole for telling Tinder date the real reason I don't want to see her again? The short version is she's using an older full body picture when she was a 100 pounds lighter as her main Tinder pick. Everything else is heavily filtered chest up shots. Privately, she's sending old nudes and heavily filtered shower pics. Ugh. She mentioned going out with someone who ghosted her after the first date and she claimed to have no idea why. I know why. She's catfishing with her old pics and is now severely obese. I told her I wouldn't ghost her and I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I want to tell her the truth. When she asked me why I don't want to go out again, would I be the asshole if I explained that I don't think it's right for her to create these unrealistic expectations and if she wants to find a relationship, She should probably be honest about her physical appearance. I'm not fat-shaming, but she's lying to herself and everyone else by pretending she's not leaning towards morbid obesity. Um, well, people have different, um, people have different definitions of obesity. They're... I don't know. Is she really like my question for OP, I guess, would be like, is she really like huge or I guess if you're misrepresenting who you are and what you actually look like, that is a problem, which is another reason why I just don't agree with online dating. I think there's just I've always wanted to meet partners organically. I just feel like with online dating, you put forth a persona of someone that you want to be and like all the good parts of yourself. And I think it's very easy for people to misrepresent who they are. Case in point, like, I don't think that you would be an asshole. No, I don't think you would be an asshole to say, I think you're having, you're not having luck because you're not posting pictures of yourself that are current. And then when people go to meet you, You don't look like the pictures you posted. I obviously wouldn't say you're a fat cow now and you used to be skinny and people only like you because they think you're skinny. That's not, that's not right. But she deserves to find love. And if she's going about it the wrong way, maybe it would be nice for someone to point it out, but in a nice, respectful way, you know, just say, I think you're really nice and I really enjoy your personality. But the appearance that you're putting out does not represent reality, and I want you to be able to find somebody who is attracted to what you look like now. And I, I, I can't, I can't really blame her for not wanting to be upfront if she really is a lot, a lot larger. Like she's not gonna be comfortable posting that online. I mean, maybe she is, but obviously. You, from this story it doesn't seem like she wants to accept that she has gained weight and a lot of it, a lot of people don't like who wants to admit like yeah I've gained a hundred pounds and I'm I'm really large now like it's very tough it's a very tough situation when you gain a lot of weight and you used to be conventionally attractive and and now you feel like you're being swallowed up by your own skin it's it's not fun it's not enjoyable And she probably feels really insecure. So I don't think you'll be the asshole, but that depends on how you approach the situation. If you are respectful and you say, I think you're misrepresenting what you actually look like and you deserve to find somebody who likes you for what you really do look like because your personality is top notch, then there you go. I don't know. It's all about people's perspective. She's probably going to take that really hard regardless, but... If you don't say it, she's just going to continue to date people who are not going to treat her right when they meet her. They're just going to ghost her. They're going to keep ghosting her because she keeps, you know, I don't want to say lying, but she keeps misrepresenting who she is. If you guys don't agree with me on that one, I understand. But I do feel like it's important to be honest, especially from the get go. You know, you, you can't start a relationship off being deceitful. And I'm sure there are people out there who would find her immensely attractive. You know, there's people who are into all sorts of things. And I'm not saying that like being fat or being overweight is a reason that somebody shouldn't find love. You know, if you look like that. And that's how you are at the moment. You deserve to find somebody who loves you for that. But also if she's feeling so terrible about herself that she has to like put these pictures out that are from her being skinnier. And I'm not saying to suggest this to her at all, but maybe it would be good for her to take some steps to becoming healthier again, especially if you say that she's morbidly obese. I'm not saying she should lose like a thousand pounds. I'm saying... There's obviously a self-esteem issue here, and getting healthier and feeling better in her body, no matter the size, is very important when you're going to meet somebody and when you're going to commit to a long-lasting relationship. It's really important to feel comfortable in who you are, no matter what, no matter what you look like or the size you are. It's important to be comfortable in who you are before you take the next step in putting your trust in somebody else. And you're, I don't know, you don't want to have somebody who's there for the wrong reasons. I sound like The Bachelor when I say that. I think he's here for the wrong reasons. I don't know. That's my two cents about it. I really enjoyed being a judge. I think I should consider that as a third job. What do you guys think? I don't know my opinions are, are pretty strong. I know that. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed listening. And I actually really enjoyed these types of segment segments. So I hope to do some more again in the future. And I am going to be releasing an episode next week of spooky season traditions and our least favorite things to do, our favorite things to do, movies that we like to watch, pretty much everything having to do with the spooky season. So it'll be a very special episode that I'll do every year around this time and we'll talk about all things Halloween, all things fall, all things orange and brown and yellow because those are fall colors, I guess, to me. Anyway, guys, I am going to log off now. Um, this is just a reminder that it is incredibly helpful when you guys listen in and you like, subscribe, share this podcast episode with your friends. You know, it really means the world to me, guys, and it really does help. So, yeah, I hope that everybody has an amazing rest of your week. Have a happy, happy Tuesday whenever you're listening. And don't stop complaining, all right? Bye.